Yeah. Oh, we're recording. How exciting. Hey, girls, lovely to have you with us today. Hello. How exciting. Welcome back to Strong Tea. Um, if you haven't been with us before, this is the second episode of Strong Tea, uh, which is the love child of Vicky and myself. Um, we created Strong Tea with the desire to want to try and talk about topics that were maybe a little bit taboo, a bit difficult to talk about, and also a way of educating people and educating ourselves, because we're the first people to say, actually, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there we want to learn about, we want to understand, and by means of having different women on to talk to us about different topics and different subjects we're hoping to educate yourselves and ourselves as we go along um the reason it's called strong tea is because vicky and i are very obsessed um with rupaul's drag race so uh the whole phrase behind spilling the tea on drag race is about sharing the gossip it's about sharing the truth and that's exactly what we want to do some of the subjects that you will see on strong tea are a little bit difficult to watch and difficult to listen to but that's the whole point and we want to open up the conversation and get real with it basically so today we are going to be diving into our first um episode on uh lgbtq communities and we're going to be discussing bisexuality and i'm super excited obviously to have vicky here and we have the lovely guest april kelly today so guys introduce yourselves i'm katie from strong and brave and girls introduce yourselves tell us who you are where you're from what you're doing here i'm vicky from late in life coaching uh the other half of strong tea and yeah i'm here because obviously I'm co-presenting Strong Tea, but also I'm bisexual. So um, I'm looking forward to this episode in particular because I've never really deep dive into this from my perspective. So I am really excited to talk to April and get this conversation going to kind of learn more about myself as well. So yeah, absolutely stoked for today. Uh, and yeah, I'm April. I'm an actor and producer. And yes, I'm very bisexual, very bisexual. And um, and I love coming. I feel really honoured to be to be here, to be on this. And I love talking about this because there should be more awareness and less erasure. So fly the flag high. Let's do it. Excellent. I also want to come back to the very bisexual because I want to know if there's a scale that I should be working on here. <laughs> um, um, I did discuss with the girls just before we came online that I'm a little bit nervous about um, presenting this um, episode because I want to be the biggest ally for the LGBTQ community and I try every day to understand a little bit more and to learn a little bit more. Um, so I'm going to be wording these questions in the way that I think it should be worded, um, but if I mess up, um, please forgive me. So we're going to start today with obviously the most important question. Um, what tea are you drinking today? Yes, um, <laughs> uh, it is a Yorkshire tea with semi-skinned milk. Um, although I'm quite partial to some oat milk to make it creamy. But today it's just semi-skinned cow milk. Good oh, no. question. Is that Yorkshire or Yorkshire Gold? Just Yorkshire. All right. Okay. Oh, Vicky's, Vicky is literally educating me as well because I only, had only heard of Yorkshire <laughs> tea. But are you are you drinking Yorkshire Gold again today? No, I am drinking off-brand peppermint infusion. <laughs> 
nice other brands are available <laughs> i have um i've made myself two cups um so if you see me drinking from two mugs you're not going crazy the first one is a honey and lemon drinks so i have a sore throat and this one is a pucker peppermint and licorice which is uh good for digestion and a uh, classic mug classic mug features <laughs> every week yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to start this week um, with just a really, I suppose it's quite an obvious question when you're within the community and when you're trying to be an ally, but it's not obvious for everyone else. So opening up, um, what is bisexual? So uh, bisexuality is is when you're attracted to more than one gender. Um, There's a big bi umbrella with things like... um, pansexuality omnisexuality it all kind of falls under this this bi umbrella and it's a case of liking more than one sex or gender Um, and it's not a case of liking one above the other or having to like them all equally Um, it just means that by individuals we've got capacity for uh, romantic and sexual attraction to more than one sex or gender okay crushed it couldn't say (laughs) (laughs) anything to add or just moving swiftly along (laughs) I, honestly, move on. I will. I'll, I'll chew your ear off on another question. That was so articulate. Yeah, that was brilliant. Ah, okay. Well, let's let's start with you for this uh, for the second question. Um, and I, I guess the reason for asking this is, I guess if you are born and you realise that you are gay, you realise quite straight down the line that you are attracted to people of the same sex as you. With bisexuality. Is it a little bit more confusing? Is it, a, is it a stranger journey to get to that point? And I suppose, when did you both realise, starting with you, April, when did you realise you were bisexual and how did you get to that point? It, uh, yeah, it definitely was confusing. Um, I think I first started having feelings towards girls when I was about 17. Um, and then I was uh, pushed out of the closet, very much pushed. And that's probably a whole different episode. Uh, and then and then I ran back in and, uh, and and it wasn't actually until I was about 25 um, because I spent that whole time going, I'm fluid, I'm fluid, which is there's nothing wrong with that. There are people that do not want to necessarily um, I like fall into an identity. Um, but I got to. 25 and I thought no actually I know in my heart that I am bisexual and I feel like I have a responsibility to represent this community and the reason it took me so long to come to terms with it is I never saw it I just never saw it there was no one in my life um there was nothing on the screens and funny you should say Vicky about this by umbrella I was convinced and Kate I remember telling you this I was convinced that I was sapiosexual which um, is, is more attracted to the mind and stuff uh, and like in, intellect. And um, I tell you what, I'm not intelligent enough to call myself a sapiosexual. <laughs> so I just realised it was it was bisexual. And Vicky, what about you? So yeah, I'm I'm even a later developer. Um, so yeah, I I was attracted. I had girl crushes when I was kind of at school and so on. And it was like it's a phase. It's a phase and. You know, even in my teens, when, you know, I, I started to, this, this, no, it's a phase, it's a phase. And then in my early twen- late teens and early 20s, you know, you go out clubbing and so on. And, you know, you have friends or acquaintances flirting with you. You think, oh, okay, yeah, this, this feels right. This is, this is good. 
And then I kind of realized that it was being done for almost like that male voyeurism. And I started to see that there was a trend of girls kind of um, using almost sapphic kind of stuff to attract the opposite sex, to attract men. And so it just became really confusing. It's like, but I'm attracted to girls, but girls look like they're just with other girls to attract men. And I couldn't quite work it out in my head. And, you know, it's like my generation, we bisexual wasn't a thing. I, I don't even remember seeing uh, lesbians or a same-sex relationship between women kind of in a positive light that wasn't all about getting kicks or, you know, it just, there was nothing serious. Um, and I think for, for me, that just added more to the confusion. But I think as I got older and started to feel more comfortable, um, I started to reflect more and then just realizing, yeah, okay, this, this is starting to make more sense. And having more interaction with the LGBT community and with networks as well really helped demystify what I was feeling and who I was attracted to. Um, and that helped massively. You're right with the generation side of things because most recently I've got um, one of my best mates uh, has has two kids and one of them I think is 12 or 13 now and just very point blankly went went up to her mum and went I'm bisexual and uh, and and was like cool great I mean to know that at 12 do you know that but no you respect it if she says it and it was partly because I'm around there quite a lot so she knows I'm bisexual and again it's just being seen uh, and that's so important but yeah very much generational. I think um, one of the questions that I had actually got further on um, you talk a lot there about representation and what's out there I mean I remember um, what was uh, so the programs on TV there was Queer as Folk and was it the L word? The L word. Well, but that was really geared towards gay men, lesbian women. And there doesn't seem to be an awful lot out there that's talking about bisexuality. And I don't think I could pick out any character. And I don't know if that's because, um, and April, you probably know more about this, but sort of filmmakers and writers don't know how to represent that on screen when they've got, you know, maybe a film and it's quite a short, you know, thing to work with. I'm not, I'm not sure why there isn't the representation, but that must be quite difficult when you're trying to work out what am I? Am I gay? Am I straight? Am I bi? What, what, you know, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. It was funny you mentioned the L word. I remember <laughs> being so confused and maybe at this point I wasn't even like, maybe I didn't even uh, have a girl crush with someone I knew, but it was, I was definitely around 15, 16 and I heard about the L word and I thought, I'm going to get it and I could only find it on eBay and it was like the Chinese version so it was still it was still um it was still speaking in English but the whole package was Chinese and I remember I used to hide it in my underwear drawer so my parents didn't see and I mean I, like my parents are the most supportive open-minded um people so it was no big deal um but then you know, even watching that, I was like, oh, this is like a bit too much. <laughs> and I thought, right, but, so I'm not completely into it. Um, but in terms of other representation, um, one of my earliest memories was the OC, uh, Marissa and Alex. Uh, and because and Alex was bisexual in that. And I was like, yes, yes. Um, we're getting better at it. Uh, I don't think we've gone far enough. And um, I feel... 
that my business partner is about to come in who hello oh, sarah she's locked out she locked herself out <laughs> oh no definitely glad you're going to help me edit this bit <laughs> i'm going to go back a little bit okay. <laughs> and <laughs> classic uh so blah blah, blah. representation talked about the L word and then you said that was a bit too much. Oh, yes. So we are we are getting better at representation on, on screen. We're not quite there yet. Um, and I've gone to plenty of queer film festivals and it got to the point where, you know, there's, there's strands. And also when you submit to festivals, there's strands like gay, lesbian, trans. And I, like, I have a film that's bisexual and I got to the point where I emailed these festivals and I was like, where, where is it? And they said, oh, if you just submit to um, the lesbian one, sorry, the own, my own community is, is erasing me. And I was like, this is mad. Um, and then what, going back to your other question and comment, Kate, about why this isn't, why we can't see each other and, and the people behind the camera. I think you're right. I think we need more bisexual identifying people um, writing, directing, because what we realize, we, myself, all my little uh, individual personalities, um, is that it felt like the writers couldn't quite tie it up. Um, so eventually they go, oh, it was just a phase, or this is a segue into lesbianism. Yeah. No one is just bi. Um, so, yeah. And to segue into your point, Vicky. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was just following on from that, April. I was literally just going to ask about, um, do you feel the bisexuality representation of men and women is completely different as well? Yeah, I mean, for men, non-existent. Yeah. And it, it is, apart from Joe Lycett, um, I can't actually think of any bisexual men. Um, See, I didn't know he was bisexual. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if, I mean, if you Google, there are plenty, but it's more, um, I don't know why. I don't know. And I, I don't, I mean, I might just about offend everyone here. I don't know if just as women, we, we have more... I don't know, we have more fluidity within us and it maybe it is more hormonal or it could just be as simple as bisexual men um, have not had the support, whether that's inside mm -hmm. the community or outside the community. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that completely. I think, you know, with with the space that, and I love the whole bi-erasure thing that you brought up because I find that is something that I wasn't expecting. Um, after I'd obviously come out and was kind of, yeah, I, I want to explore this further in understanding who I am and this part of my identity. But that bi-erasure thing was a hell of a shock. It was kind of, right, okay, I'm not completely part of that community. I'm not completely part of the straight community. Bit lost here. Uh, wh where do I belong then? You know, it's, it's, I have a queer space within me, but I, I'm not completely in, in that area because, you know, the door seems to be a little bit open but not not all the way um and equally the straight community so it can feel like a bit of a limbo space yeah absolutely i agree i think the the question this will run on to the next question but i don't know if people feel um maybe that there is going to be an issue when they come out as bisexual because there's um an actress or actor 
don't know which they want to be identified as, um, who is on Grey's Anatomy, plays um, Dr. Callie Torres. And she has come out recently as bisexual. And there was a lot of backlash because she's married um, to a man. And the sort of feedback that you got through on Twitter and other social media platforms was, why would you need to come out? Mm-hmm. what's the purpose in coming out you're married to a man so why are you telling us all that you like women as well what's the point of that mm-hmm. and she came out and said you know I, I want to represent this community and she has done an awful lot for the lgbtq community but also the bisexual community but the backlash that she got in that initial part of it i thought you know are there other people out there that are bisexual that are going yeah do you know what i'm not I, I don't want to get that sort of feedback. And I suppose, Vicky, you just referenced there coming out. Like how how and when did you come out? Um, I came out completely when I was in my probably early 30s. Um, and the first person I came out to was my husband. Um, and it really wasn't a surprise to me. <laughs> it's just, all right, yeah. You know, and cool as a cucumber and just very, very supportive about it. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I, I completely get where that actor comes from because it's just that kind of the, the, the responses that I've had is like, but you can't be bisexual. You're married to a man. And oh, yeah, it's fine. You're bisexual. It doesn't really matter because you're married to a man. So, you know, as long as it looks like I've got a heteronormative relationship, then it kind of the sexuality and that identity doesn't really matter or register with people um, and throw a kid into the mix. And that makes people's minds blown even more it's kind of well she can't possibly have that identity because you know she's just saying it or and it's it's very uh interesting seeing that challenge to what people's stereotypes and norms of what bisexuality looks like and should be yeah even likewise if you're walking down the street holding hands with a girl everyone goes <laughs> lesbian there's just feel like we need a badge yeah, <laughs> yeah. but is that is that immediate um, it's the immediacy of the situation, isn't it? It's like, well, Vicky, you go out with your husband, okay, straight. And, you know, mm-hmm. April, you go out on a date with a girl, like you say, gay. It's, it's, they don't see the background. And we joked at the start about there being, you were like, I'm very bisexual. But it does sound like, from an outsider's perspective, that there is such a broad spectrum of sexuality. And, I, you know, I don't know if you, if you are bisexual, if you are, if, if for everyone that is just a very much a 50-50 split, or if that's, you know, some people prefer more male, some people prefer more female, I don't know. How does it, how does it work? And is that individual to each and every person? Yeah, I, I'd say so. I mean, I, just touching um, back on the comment before, I, even I've had to get better at making sure if I see two guys together or two girls together I'm like oh so what do you identify as um if you identify as anything at all but I was guilty for for that whole seeing oh you must be hetero and you must be gay um so we're always learning um but in terms of uh the what what was your question (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's kind of that split the split so I think yes yeah Oh yeah, um, I think people deserve, even if they've been in only one um, same-sex relationship, they can still identify as bisexual. Um, 
I, I always say it's funny because as soon as I tell someone I'm bisexual and they immediately go, oh, what do you prefer? Oh, just I prefer if you get educated that's what I prefer <laughs> uh, um, and for me it is really down the middle and and I always say I I, I have more fun with women it's more fun chasing women <laughs> because it's still there is that taboo factor and I am I am the type of bisexual that really likes feminine women so nine times out of ten I get myself into trouble with actual straight women and then they realize they're not straight it's a whole thing <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. um, but I do see myself um settling down and marrying a man um and that's just that's just me but I do I do just date both I'm currently dating both <laughs> so it's <laughs> Keep it wide open. I say let's let's now shift the episode onto that. Auntie V and Uncle Ray, don't watch it. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, just finishing off there on that question, April. Did you did you actually have a moment where you actually came out? Because I know not everybody comes out, do they? Some people just sort of they might not be able to come out or they might come out to only a few people in their lives and live a very separate life elsewhere. Did you actually come out? Well, like I said, I, I got pushed out of the closet at the age of 18 in um uh in, in a very nasty way, uh, which gave a lot of trauma. And then that's why it took me so long to identify as it because in my mind association with with liking a, a girl or a woman was like bad like that's no you just shouldn't do that which sounds so ridiculous and then I think it got to the point when I was dating Georgie and um, and I thought this is ridiculous I need to I do I just need to tell tell people and I told people and they were like yeah we know and I was like you knew <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I didn't know. Um, so I don't, it wasn't like a massive coming out thing. I feel like it would trickled out and trickled out. Um, so I can't even remember telling my parents. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. I think the first time I got pushed out was so traumatic. I think it, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I wish I did have a party now, but no, I didn't. It's still time. <laughs> it's still time. It's still time. Anyway. Um, I think probably one question that we didn't talk about beforehand that I'm intrigued by, do, obviously, being bisexual, you are, you know, attracted to male and female. Now, there are obviously women out there who are going to be attracted to other women, and they are lesbian, and they are bisexual. Do is there an issue or is there a, a sort of unspoken thing in the gay community that you know if you're bisexual you can't date a lesbian and sort of things like that? Because I've obviously been obsessed with drag race. There's a big thing about whether drag queens can be trans, whether they can be straight, whether they can be, you know, and it's all it, it all seems very from the outside looking in, it's like, oh LGBTQ, it's this big community. And then when you start talking to people, it's like, oh no, actually, there's no inclusivity for that. And there's a big issue with that. And is that do you do you get issues with that with bisexuality? I think there's there's definitely <sighs> It isn't prevalent, but there have been kind of cases where lesbians are kind of quite 
by exclusive. I don't know if you agree with that, April, but it's it's almost like bi's can be tourists in oh, that right. kind of lesbian sphere. But that is very, very rare. My experiences with, with lesbians, it, you know, it's been quite an inclusive atmosphere um, and, 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 you know, people to be with. So, yeah, I don't know if April, if you, you've got, had any other experiences. Other yeah. than- I mean, overall, it's, it's been fine. I think there's definitely, well, there was actually one time earlier this year um, where I was working and, and one of the crew members was, um, was gay. And she would make jokes about me being gay. And I was like, been through this, I'm bisexual. And then she was like, yes, yeah, same thing. And I finally had the courage to be like, sorry, please don't identify me as that or use that language. I am bisexual. That's how I'd like to be referred to. Um, so very just straight, straightforward. Uh, it's interesting when you're dating and you tell someone you're bisexual, um, I, it, it can kind of go 50-50 um, not in a nasty way just a bit of like a oh oh my god I've got to worry about everyone now <laughs> it's that kind of feeling but at the same time with women and the uh, uh, the appeared heterosexual woman uh, they kind of see me as a safe bet because I'm not fully gay so there is like a man at the end of the tunnel should um, should I like it's not Whereas I think if I was a lesbian, there would be an element of freaking out more. Whereas there's there's always a guy. So it's like, oh, no, she's bisexual, which then really I wonder, Vicky, if you feel like this. We are so over sexualized. So that that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's that that led to a whole load of my confusion when I was younger, because, you know, girl on girl was never considered serious it was all for you know voyeurism it was all to for for other people's pleasure to look at and so how can you and I just couldn't get my head around it that you know what I was feeling wasn't weird or just for someone else's pleasure and it's I would I'm, I'm so glad that things are potentially changing and have changed from that um but yeah it's just so confusing at the time and I don't know about you April as well but um, when you sell, tell people that you're bisexual and so on, there's, there's that kind of, oh, so you, you're in an open relationship then? Like, mm, I've never okay. had that, actually. Oh, have oh. you not? Oh! <laughs> no, that, that would require me to have a relationship. <laughs> so no, I haven't quite made it that far. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. remember as a teenager, you would um, you'd make out with your, with your girlfriends to, to get free drinks and stuff yeah. like that which did not help my confusion. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just what is happening here? I kissed a girl yeah. and I liked it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Perry's got a lot to answer for, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, so when you actually came out, what what support did you get? And did you get asked questions? Like, I know April, you said, you know, people say, oh, which do you prefer? But did you find the people around you supportive? And did you... Did you get asked weird questions that you weren't anticipating? I'm, 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 I've been really lucky. Everyone's just been very supportive. But I, I think um, I, I'm working in an industry where uh, <laughs> we are who we are and it's flamboyant and wonderful. Um, I, I think it'd be completely different if I was working in Canary Wharf. And I, I can't even imagine um, I dated someone who hadn't come out to people at work, come out with the rest rest of um her like life people and I thought that's so sad um questions 
yeah which do you prefer um uh who do you see yourself settling down with um but then you get like they get drunk and that's when they get some confidence yeah. that's when they want to know how the sex works and who's better and all of that uh, <laughs> and that's that's always interesting to have as a conversation um <laughs> it's quite funny I'm just remembering stuff yeah but I mean this is PG so <laughs> parents yeah what about you Vicky yeah support wise I think like I said I came out quite late in the day and um the first group I I really came out to was um my netball squad um on a on a drunk night at one of their houses and it was all very it was lovely I had hugs and it was just it was just really nice because you know if, if there's nothing scarier than over saying you're bisexual to a group of women who you are in close contact with physically <laughs> and you know you don't want that are they going to constantly think that I'm you know deliberate and it was it just felt like a very vulnerable moment but it was one that I'm really glad that I did um with my parents I, I, I literally slipped into conversation and then carried on talking. So it's like, oh, that was easy. That's done now. And I didn't even give them a chance to really register. And but it, you know, it was never brought up and hasn't been brought up. Um, and I think because I'm older and more secure in myself, I think that has a lot to do with it as well, because I'm coming from a place of confidence and a bit of kind of knowing myself. Whereas if I was a lot younger, I think I'd feel a lot more scared. I think um, the questions I can write a what not to ask. One of them is how many women have you slept with? Like that. That's like what? What? Why is that the first thing you ask? You're not such what a straight you, person. Exactly. Yeah. Well, obviously not about the women, but just people in general. <laughs> but that's the rule of thumb. If you wouldn't ask a straight person that, why would you ask someone that who's gay, you know, lesbian or bi? You just wouldn't. Wow. Yeah. I find it, I find even, even as an outsider trying to be an ally, I find it really offensive how, how people respond to the gay community. Um, but is it, is it, so, you know, you get um, gay men and they get a lot, not from all straight men, but there's, um, there are, shall we say, straight men who have issues maybe with their own sexuality, um, who are very much like, oh, he's trying to get on me, oh, he's, you know, and it's like, not every gay man is going to fancy you. Do you guys feel, as bisexuals, that there is very much a sort of, maybe that you're going to fancy everyone, not just specific people within those genders, or that you're fair game? I, I don't know, April, I know you did a short film about it that you wrote and produced, and I... I having watched that I watched it even from a straight perspective and thought oh my god yeah I know people that have done that and it's quite uncomfortable to to see because it's almost like you're being victimized for your own preferences and I find that really offensive yeah yeah I I mean it's hard uh it's hard to really know where because I fancy everyone I do but I think that's more the the <laughs> bipolar side of me that just gets really hyper when I meet someone new and I always say I'll be the love of your life for three weeks if we get past that we're both in trouble um and it was I I do get it a lot I get it more now than I did when I was younger so um it's really like women between 25 and then early 30s because 
they might have been in a long-term relationship, they've never had a chance to explore their sexuality. And when you've been in a relationship, I imagine from you know early 20s to mid or late 20s, that's that's a good chunk of, of your glory days. Um, and and it only takes a few drinks and it does happen quite a bit, not to the extremity um, of waking up in a bed with them, but in terms of they push it and they get handsy and that, and then that, that happens. Um, they don't get handsy like this. That'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> They're just dancing. You're just confused. They're just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, and then there is an element depending on that individual and it's getting better they, they sometimes just freak out and I've lost friends before and I'm very careful now of how I manage that and, you know, and, and setting boundaries and, and just, you know, having a conversation rather than them just getting too close for comfort. Um, so just making, opening a door and making a safe space to discuss what's going on. What about you, Vicky? I've completely opposite um, experience. I think I freak out that people think I'm going to want everyone. Does that make sense? Like, I, I am worried about their perception of me fancying them when I don't, but I'm scared that they think I do because I'm bi. Um, right. So it's, it's quite interesting because I've never been put in a position where it's just, you know, taken advantage of or whether I'm just not a kind of person people flirt with. I don't know. <laughs> but again, I think that having... Um, a husband is also a mental block for people as well um, that I've never been in that position and yeah it, it sounds horrible April <laughs> I mean it is it is and it isn't again working in this industry everyone's very tactile and and I've only got myself to blame because I am open about it and I, I've spent so long hiding and and justifying every kind of move and within my sexuality that I'm very much point blank and as soon as you do say it more often on and then not including men um do like begin to have a dialogue with themselves with me so it's not bad I, the only thing is 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 that the handful of times when um I, I I didn't judge it right and and I kind of let them get away with it and then lost them as a friend that's that's the real kicker but overall I'm getting much better at not doing that <laughs> every day's a school day yeah absolutely <laughs> so I guess um I suppose having both been in different different situations and come out differently and in different work backgrounds and things have you got advice that you would give to people if they're confused or if they're unsure? Because I think like you both referenced earlier on about how, you know, generations are different and things are changing all the time. And now, you know, kids are like able to say to their parents, you know, I think I'm bisexual or I think I'm gay or, you know, and parents are now becoming of a generation, most of them where they're able to embrace that and support that. But if there are people of any age in a situation where they think, well, I don't know what I am and I don't know how to explore that or understand that, what would your advice be? I think for me, it's very much, don't worry about a label. Don't feel you have to put yourself in a pot in order to explain your feelings or, you know, don't, if, if you want a label, if that's what makes you feel comfortable, then that's fine. But 
don't feel you have to conform to a particular thing and, and squeeze your feelings into that kind of um, definition because it you don't have to you are you you're beautiful no matter how you're feeling um, and just get so get yourself out there but what I found really helpful was like being engaged with LGBTQ communities and I was so lucky in my job to be able to do that and one person in particular who I will embarrass uh, my friend Ellen they were fantastic in kind of talking me through and being just heart on sleeve just just being there and you know actually joking about my sexuality but in a way that I was comfortable enough to kind of really understand and exp- and just and meeting other bi people as well was just so helpful you know I really found a tribe there that I thought yeah I, I get I get this I, I feel safe um, not that I feel unsafe with anyone else but that kind of yeah I, I get them yeah um so yeah don't don't feel the pressure and don't let other people pressure you as well much like april's awful experience of being forced out just yeah don't feel external pressure yeah i i agree with when you when i see a bisexual out in natural habitat it's like (laughs) yeah we are there this is great um and absolutely geek out and then what happens is it's like a a mutual and then it's just really exciting and there's not I don't I don't come across many bisexual people which is mad um my advice would be something my mum said to me when um when I was younger is you fall in love with a person not a gender so um that is no auntie tina auntie tina woohoo um (laughs) And then what was my other piece of advice? Uh, oh, I said, I actually said this. Um, I did, I did a, a live stream with the Bisexual Resource Centre during lockdown. And um, there were so many people who hadn't come out on that and were scared. And I think, you know, so there are some people that aren't in a safe environment, so you have to gauge it. But if you're on the fence and you know deep down that they're gonna be absolutely fine, we've just gone through a worldwide pandemic. There are bigger fish to fry than your sexuality and your friends and family are just gonna be happy that you're well and safe after the year year or two we've had. So um, they've got you. I think overall they've got you. So don't be, don't be afraid. And I think probably what we will do is uh, we'll add um, all of our Twitter handles and our website bits on here as well and emails so that if anyone I mean you're probably not gonna want to talk to me because I'm straight but I'm here as an ally um but if you've got questions I'm sure these girls will be happy to answer or give any 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 warm words of wisdom so do you guys have any any other comments to make about bisexuality and uh getting the message out there wave the flag it's a beautiful flag I'd say it's one of the best it's a gorgeous flag. Love it. Tell me, because I am familiar with the LGBTQ generalized rainbow flag mm-hmm. and the trans uh, light blue, light pink. Is there a bisexual flag? Yes, certainly is. Oh, yeah. What, it's what is it? Pink, blue and purple. Oh, well, that sounds mm. nice. Oh, yeah, just... we'll, we'll have to put that one on uh, the visual for this video because that yeah. sounds pretty. <laughs> you can probably just bring that up when I go to the door, just like a small <laughs> thing up and bring it back down. Yeah, but you're, the, you're the expert when it comes to our oh, so yeah. you'll have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can't thank you both enough uh, for being here today and talking so openly about it because I know for a lot of people out there watching something like this will be a big help. So 
Thank you so much. And we will see you again for our next episode, um, which is coming soon. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye.